Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. Our goal is that this message builds your faith and gives you hope. Enjoy the message. So today I wanted to talk about something that I've personally been reflecting on. And so the title of this is called Gratitude Will Give You a Healthy Attitude. Oh, it's up there already. Okay. <laughs> so the scripture reference that I'm using is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And I'm reading from the NIV. And it says, rejoice always, pray continually. Some versions say, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This scripture is, or these verses are short, they're sweet, but they're fully loaded. um, Because it tells us exactly what the will of God is. I know for me personally, I'm always like, oh, God, what's your will? What's your will? And, but this is the, uh, one of these times where God specifically tells us that this is his will, that he wants us to rejoice, he wants us to pray without ceasing, and he wants us to give thanks in all situations, in all circumstances. So when I look at these verses, rejoice and thanksgiving, they're very closely related because you have to have, they kind of need each other. You have to have a heart. You have to have a thankful heart to rejoice. So, and I looked at the definition of rejoicing, and it means to feel or show great delight. So when I think about rejoicing, I think of David. David was a man after God's heart. He was a worshiper. He praised God. He thanked God all the time. And I think specifically about uh, David in 2 Samuel chapter 6, where he was dancing before the Lord with all his might as the Ark of the Covenant was entering into the city of David to the point that he was dancing so hard that his wife got upset with him and and embarrassed by him. And he was like, you know, God chose me to be the ruler of Israel. And he had so much gratitude. It's almost like he was compelled to rejoice before the Lord. So Thanksgiving is, Thanksgiving and rejoicing, they kind of go hand in hand. Psalms 104 through 5, NIV says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. So from the generation, David is the one who wrote this. So from David's generation till now, God is faithful and he continues to be faithful from now until he comes back and he's good. So we have a reason to continually praise and worship and thank him. So... Working in the medical field, you constantly see people in their lowest state. They always, they come before you and they just kind of open up to you and they have these wishes and desires about things that some of us would take for granted. You know, they say, oh, I wish I could see again or I wish I could hear again or I wish I could walk again. I wish I could go to the bathroom again and just sit on the toilet again because they don't want to use the bag anymore. So... There's always, there's, there's, sometimes people are praying for things. It's a prayer point that we take for granted. So to always be mindful of that. And one thing I know is that we all have something to be thankful for. We all have something to give God glory for. Because even if, if you're the most destitute or the sickest person in the hospital, as long as you wake up and you have breath in your lungs, you have a reason to praise God. You have a reason to thank God. 
Psalms 156 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So it's in scripture that if you have breath and you wake up and you, you don't have anything else to thank God for, the reason you have breath and that's enough to thank God and to give glory to him. So um, as I said, I was talking about gratitude and I started like kind of dissecting and studying gratitude and I actually found a lot out there about gratitude and how it affects us, affects our brain, affects our health, affects our spirit, affects our mood. So that brings me to my first point, is gratitude not only lifts your spirit, but it improves your mood. So like I said, I found so many things about, about gratitude. And they have this studies out there, and they show that when you express gratitude and when you receive gratitude, your brain actually releases dopamine and serotonin. And these are two neurotransmitters that control your mood and make you feel happier. They had a study also that I found where they had three different groups. One of the groups kept a journal, and they wrote in the journal, and they, were, they wrote Thanksgiving in that journal. They, it was a gratitude journal. They just wrote about what they were thankful for. Then the second group, they kind of just wrote all negative things, um, talked about their bad situation and how it made them feel negatively. And then the third group, just went to counseling. And mind you, all these people were seeking um, mental health guidance. So the study showed that the people who kept the gratitude journal, actually after four and 12 weeks, they recovered faster, their mood improved um, better than the people who kept the journal that just, they just wrote down negative emotions or the ones that just did the counseling. So we can see by even research studies that gratitude in itself can lift your spirit and improve your mood. Um, they also show that gratitude, it helps with your sleep, it helps to reduce your blood pressure, it helps to reduce pain, and that's because, of course, back to the serotonin, serotonin plays a role in sleeping, but also you have lower stress levels. So when you have lower stress levels, your blood pressure is low, you don't have muscle tension, all those things. So gratitude kind of when you look at it, it kind of has some healing properties almost. So um, Proverbs 17.22, it says, and I'm reading from the King James, uh, the New King James Version, and it says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up bones. So I'm going to kind of go back a little bit, start from the top. So when you show gratitude, your brain releases dopamine, and serotonin. Mind you, with the antidepressants, antidepressants increase dopamine and serotonin in your brain. But naturally, when you express gratitude, you're naturally releasing dopamine and serotonin. Then when you do that, you start to feel happier. And when you feel happier, your heart is happy or merry. And the Word of God says that a merry heart does good like medicine. So if you show gratitude, gratitude is medicine. Gratitude has healing properties over your spirit, over your mind, over your body. And when you know total health involves not only your, your body, it's your spirit, it's your mind. It's every, everything is connected together. So just you know, be mindful about being gracious and showing gratitude more often. So the, my next point is gratitude takes your sight off of our situation and places our focus on Jesus. 
oftentimes it's very easy to kind of just focus on what's going bad around you and just to kind of just focus on, okay, this is not working. I can't pay my bills. I'm sick in my body. My mind is it's easy to just kind of get into a pity party. I know I've been there. You know, we've all been there where it, you, you just kind of get into this place of negativity. So we, as believers, we need to be intentional and we need to put our sight on God and focus on God and speak back the word of God back to him with a spirit of thanksgiving. For his word says there is no word that he releases that comes back to him void. So if we pray his word back to him in thanksgiving with faith and believe that he can do it, he has to hear our prayers because he's a God that his ears are never too dull to hear us nor his arm too short to save us. So his word in uh, Isaiah 55, 11 exactly says, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent. So if you're sick in your body, you say, thank you, Jesus, because by your stripes, I am healed. If you're having financial situation, financial difficulties, you say, thank you, God, that the blessing of Abraham are mine, that I'm a lender and I'm not a borrower, that you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. So you just continue to speak to God and speak his word and know his word so that you can speak it back to him. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. So that, just, that tells you exactly what I just said. If you go to God and you, and you make your prayer known, you speak his word, but you have a heart of thanksgiving, he will, uh, he will hear you and, uh, and also give you peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding, and it will guard your heart in that situation. Um, Matthew 6, 27, it says, can any one of you, um, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Actually, uh, worrying decreases your lifespan <laughs> because when you worry, you have increased stress. Increased stress raises your blood pressure. When you have high blood pressure, you're at risk for strokes, you're at risk for heart attack, you're at risk for every bad thing under the sun. You're also um, having worsening anxiety, depression, muscle tension. It just the list goes on and on. So your lifespan actually shortens by worrying. And this, that's, that's not God's will. God's will is for us to have that which is good. He, doesn't, he wants good things for us. So when your eyes are on God, you're constantly in the offensive instead of the defensive, meaning that you're in a position where you attack your situation and you're not in a position where you're waiting for that situation to overtake you because your eyes is fixed on Jesus who can do all things. He's the God of the impossible. He's the God that fights for you. He's the one that can do anything. He can change your situation in, a, in an instant, in a moment, in a second. So when you fix your eyes on him and you trust him, you're in the offensive. You're, you're standing in a position of victory because you know that God's going to handle my situation. And even if he doesn't change it at, at that time when you want it, he gives you the peace to withstand that situation and to bear that situation. So there's, there's, there's grace. There's an importance on putting our eyes on Jesus and focusing on Jesus. Um, 
Okay, so my last point, I know this is a little bit short, guys, but <laughs> so gratitude is a choice. We make the decision and the choice to be thankful. It's very, like I said earlier, it's easy to focus on the bad things, to focus on the negative things, to focus on, oh man, I can't pay my bills, my rent is due, the lights are about to get cut off, uh, my, my, my health is failing. It's, it's so easy to focus on those things, but it's also a choice to choose to be thankful and to focus on the things that God is doing and the things that he is going to do as long as you put your faith and your hope in him. So, um, yeah, so one thing I know is that the scripture does say that when we rejoice, when we pray without ceasing, and when we thank God in all situations, not just some situations, not when it's just good, but even when it's bad, still thank him in, in advance because we know that he's changing the situation. When we do that, we are doing his will. Like he said that's, our, that's his will for us that are in Christ Jesus. So, And we can see that also gratitude has health. Uh, healthy properties. It, it has healing properties. You know, it does good to us like medicine. So instead of taking the antidepressant, practice gratitude because that has the same effect. It's releasing the dopamine and the serotonin that the medication is doing for you, but without the need of a pill. You can do it just by practicing um, being gracious and being, having gratitude. So what are some practical ways to incorporate Thanksgiving into your lifestyle? Number one is make it a priority to thank God for something every single day. We have so much to thank God for. You can think big and say, okay, compare your life to somebody who lives in a research poor, resource poor environment where they're praying for wanting, running water or shoes on their feet and clothes on their back. You could say, th you could say, thank you, God, that I have a clothes on my back, that I have shoes on my feet. Number one, number one, that I have breath in my lungs because the word of God says that, that everything that has breath praise God. You, there's so much to thank God for. So much to, if you, if you just take the time and look around you, you can thank God for so much in your life. The second thing, the second way you can um, incorporate Thanksgiving is when you actually go sit down to pray. Just use those few moments of your prayer just to do nothing but thank God. Even if you can't think of what to thank God, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just keep thanking him over and over and over and over and over again. That's enough. That's enough prayer. You know, that's enough prayer. So incorporate thanksgiving into your everyday prayer. Use that. Even sometimes when you pray, just let that prayer just be a thanksgiving prayer. Don't ask God for anything. Just thank him. Thank him for everything. Thank him for your day. Thank him that you drove from point A to B and you didn't get into a car accident. Nothing happened to you. That you didn't get any bad reports. Nobody died in your family. This, the list can go on. There's so many things if you, if you are intentional that you can thank God for. And the next uh, point that I have is just like the study, keep a gratitude journal. Have a journal by your bed and just write down what you are thankful for or that happened through the day or what you're believing God for. Write it down in your journal and say, thank you, God, because I know that you're going to heal me. Thank you, God, because I know that you're going to supply my needs. Thank you, God, for bringing me home today. Thank you. Like, thank him for whatever and write it down. And I, if you do these things for 21 days, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. Yeah, so if you do it for 21 days, then you'll start to see 
your perspective change, your heart is softened, your spirit is lifted, and you just continue to just kind of see God in everything. Because when, you, when you're more gracious and you're more thankful, you start to see that God is in everything. His hand is in everything. He's constantly moving. He's constantly doing things in our life. When you make, make, up, the, make up your mind to be thankful and to focus on those good things. So let us just try to incorporate thanksgiving. It's the will of God. It helps us. It heals us. It lifts our spirit. And um, if you believe that, give God some praise. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Covenant Life Center podcast. If you enjoyed today's message, then subscribe and follow us on social media at CLC Victoria. Connect with us by visiting our website, clcvictoria.org.